Uh, I need to focus, though. Okay, guys. In this episode, we talk about all sorts of fun things. Games? More games? EA? Politics? Strange stuff? Comics? I hate my life. Oh, I hate my yeah. life. <laughs> so much fun. So much goodness. We can't wait to get into this with you guys. All right. With Mike, Bo, and the other Mike. <laughs> All right. This time on Geek of the Week. Start the music. Oh, boy. I'm your freak of the week. of a topic it's not quite a topic it's like a subtopic to the topic like I want to talk about the Marvel life brand stuff I don't want to make it political though and I don't want to make it uh, I don't know I don't I, I don't want to I just want to go for the pure entertainment part of it but it's kind of hard these days because you can't separate this stuff anymore you can't separate entertainment and sports and politics and it's getting really hard to try to divide this stuff. So, you know, just so you could purely have, hey, let's talk about comics. Hey, let's talk about this. Because the reason why I say that is because certain creators of comics or viewpoints or strategy, business strategies kind of send them down a road. And it kind of ruins the entertainment. Like, let's say all of a sudden, like what happened with X-Men? Marvel was, Marvel was doing fine with X-Men, but because Fox owned... Uh, X-Men, they decided, you know what? We'll put them on the back burner and we'll boost up Inhumans. And now everyone says Inhumans was a failure. No one really wanted them like that. And so now they're trying to push Inhumans to the side and promote X-Men again now that it looks like Marvel will own X-Men. That's... 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 Yeah, yeah. That's business. Well, no, that's business, but I'm talking about how it affects entertainment. You understand? You have your storylines, yeah. and they get affected because, okay, now we're going to put this stuff to the back burner because, you know, this but, happened. But, Mike, that's not a new thing. No, but it's it's a lot more uh, prevalent now, I think, because we have all this information because of the Internet. We all understand this now, and then we oh. become more vocal be- because of it. Oh, you mean we know more about it because this stuff has been around, that's been part of the business forever. Oh, I know it's, it's part of it. No, I'm just no, trying it's to. Part of, I'm just trying to get your connection to the whole political portion of this. Like, how is that? How's this? Type no, no, of no. Politics? I I didn't mean to tie it to politics right now. I'm okay. just saying, as an example, this one was business. I could throw in politics how how they're trying to push certain cultural things. You know, you could do all that. I'm just saying I don't want to. But the problem is, it seems like it's getting pushed. Yeah. You know. Well, and, to to your point. Um, E3 and uh, EA in particular uh, during the E3 stuff was pushing their EA live stuff and they brought up the Battlefield 5 which is one of the things I wanted to talk about Only not in so much as it's directly tied to politics but because again it's so everywhere like you just there's no walking away from it and B- Battlefront uh, you know Bro of Duty and all the rest of it uh, seems very uh, slanted towards a very specific demographic, and I recognize that. I don't play Bro uh, Call of Duty, um, or anymore in Battlefield. Like it's very. It's You're so deep. dismissively insulting about it. You you <laughs> called it Bro of Duty. It is yeah. though. It is. It you know, really is on the enjoy deep. that game. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's on the deep you end of video the, game snob. It's on deep the deep end. end of the. It's on the deep end of the brosphere. Okay. It is. What are you talking about? It's it's one of the most popular games. It gets a lot of money. That many people play. Because that, that many people can't be bros. It's also just gamers play that. That many people can't be bros, dude. I'm t- look. See <laughs> when you when you brought up E3, I thought you were going to bring up how condescending their presentation seemed. Oh well, to be. that that's that's the given. Okay, like uh, I. It wasn't a given. It, 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 it kind of is. Like, no, for people who don't know, yeah. they were basically telling you, now we're offering 
the basic stuff every other company offers, and we're not going to charge you for it. Yay! <laughs> you know, it's what? like, oh, wow. This is this is a, a strong point for you guys. What's well, the so- basic stuff? Basic stuff like they said, they're not going to charge for loot crates or things like that or certain loot crates. They're not oh, going to try to make... You mean complete games? Yeah, they're going to do complete games. And... The audience was cheering because, of course, the audience is handpicked to watch this, you know, so they could get the most hype. And you're like, also, wow. Also, they're abuse victims. True, but you're cheering for basics, you know. One day, I'm worried this is going to be us. We're going to cheer listen, for Obi- basics. Obi- Obi-Wan, listen, I understand that ages ago, when we had, you know, elegant weapons in the Wayback Winds and. DLC was just uh, an idea, and we actually got complete games for sixty dollars. But that's not the world we live in anymore. Okay, the the re- old republic is gone. I don't know about you. I still get complete games for sixty. Okay, but that practice that. isn't unusual. Not right if now you played either. Destiny, you didn't. I didn't no. play Destiny, dude. Not if you didn't play a lot of games that have come out recently. You haven't. No, no, no. I, I got complete games with a lot of the things I bought. No, but we gotta admit that EA's the yeah. worst in it. They're yeah, the, EA is the, the worst. biggest I mean, violators. Like, dude, just like, look at Battle uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Like, or you could look at Horizon Zero Dawn. Or you know, like, come on, what? That's a complete game. Or God of War. Yeah, it's a complete game. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are complete games. They, complete games still happen, Bo. No, they don't. Like, like they do and they don't. Like, you're you're. The one or two handful of games that you're talking about in the greater scheme of what's making this industry billions of dollars are just those AAA titles that are 60 bucks. Okay, yes, you've got a handful. But the bulk of them, Mike, are other games that are massive multiplayer online, Battle Royale this, um, Battlefield that. The top games that crank in the most money are loot box filled. What went through E3 this year? What went through E3 this year on the PlayStation 4 side? A majority of them were not m- massive or multiplayer games. But those aren't their biggest games being released. No, they're yeah, not. But that, no, but that's how PlayStation rolls. They go for a lot of the solo games. These are, PlayStation, these are their big game releases. Their big game releases coming up are Last of Us Part Two, Death Stranded, Marvel's Spider-Man, Freaking the Ghost of Tsushima, Freaking Resident Evil Two. So, let's 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 talk about the, the the top shelf games for PS. Right, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. You know they want that money. Battlefield Five, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, Kingdom Hearts Three, uh, Fallout Seventy Six. Don't listicle it. We we got it. We got Anthem. It. We, we... These are again. Yes, there are a lot of other titles that are that are big game titles per se that would be complete games, but the reality is is that whether you're PlayStation or Xbox or anybody else, what you're trying to do is you want people to play these massive games, empty out their pockets, and and just keep playing paying for DLC skins and loot boxes. And EA is the biggest loot box offender. It's so bad. There's two countries that are basically saying, yeah, no. Don't do that. That's illegal. If it does, we're going to give you jail time and fines and stuff like that because it's ridiculous. Okay, but my counterpoint to that is I can accept one company or a few companies doing that as long as, you know, there's options. Like, my problem I mentioned to Mike, you know, off the show or whatever, was how Dead or Alive is moving away from their hypersexuality. You know, it's not because I care that much. It's just that it was the one game that was offering that feature. Meanwhile, Dead or Alive 3 is like the third game, probably fourth or fifth game, behind other major fighter games. So, you know, it's when you think of a fighter game... It's not even in the top five, dude. Exactly. No, exactly. It, it's, it's, it's super niche at this point. Um, right. Like it, the, it volleyball, to... the volleyball that followed the first one was clearly... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly for, for, for a very specific demographic and audience, which, again, more power to you. If you want to sit there and fight your ass off to get different bikinis on girls while you ogle yeah, them at the beach. Yeah, knock yourself out. Go nuts. You know? But that's, you, that's you what play I'm talking that about. Vo- you play that shit out of that But volleyball. that's what I'm talking about now taking away options. Because now, 
They're going to take away that uh, that option for the video game because the way the Japanese creator, because I listened to an interview with him, the way he perceived it is American audiences no longer want this. You know, they want to move on to something more proper. You know, and it's like okay, I if that's what you think. Well, reception has been reception has been receiving it very well. But they said that the fighting has gotten better. I guess reception from where. Because that, that, like that's the an iffy general thing. critical reception. Because I've heard it's very mixed. There's a lot of people who say no. That's what Dead or Alive always was. So they don't. They like the fact that the fighting aspects are better. Yes, but they took here's away the, a major thing that Dead or Alive was known for. Here's the question: But is this another case of the people who are saying, "Oh my God, Dead or Alive is changing"? Are were these people even buying the game? Yes. Not like are me. You, <laughs> Not like me because that's why I don't have a much of a leg to stand on. So, you know, are yeah. You, are you, could... you certain? Because there's questions about that. So See, then let I, me I, ask I, you: Are you certain? This is how you're posing that question to me. Are you I'm certain just, about I said your audience? The critical responses that they're getting, they're getting critical responses from the uh, friggin' uh, uh, viewers of their presentation that the game seems to play better. Critical responses from a lot of biased magazines that are known to be biased i'm talking about audience people who play like the twitch people who not twitch because twitch people don't play that uh how do you call them uh people who play who have video gaming sites streamers on Discord, the game streamers or, or streamers yeah. you know who play the games actually play them you know and not have an agenda that they have to promote a game towards because they have to promote an issue like this is what i'm talking about politics and culture invading now because nowadays Yes, you'll get more. Uh, you'll get more promotion if you also have some kind of cultural spin to it. So it's easy to say this with Dead or Alive. Throw in, oh, and we're gonna class it up so that way it's not a sexist. And now your message will get there, and other people will hear it, like me, who's the casual person who heard this. Well, I mean, to be fair, they, that sort of happened uh, from what I was catching on the fringe with uh, the God of War, where. They were basically saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah God of War, too. yeah, God of War is a little less uh, gropey, rapey, uh, you know, less God of War-y and more story-driven and stuff like that. And that was sort of like a selling and or talking point. Um, well, it's more about him major, and his son. Yeah, yeah. There was a major magazine, I forgot which one, or major, major um, newsletter. Publication. Internet. Yeah, publication that said it has less toxic masculinity. Now, why even use that phrase? There's no reason to use that phrase. Just say Wait, it's there, a little less violent. No, 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 there, no, no, no. There's absolutely a reason to that, use it, that is, and that, that answer, that, thing. that answer is clickbait and buzzword. <laughs> Listen, if you want people to click on your article, you use things that piss people off, one in one direction or the other. Like that is the media we live in, right? Oh, this is to this. This is to that. And you virtual signal one side or the other, you rattle some cages, you echo chamber the shit out of yourself, the, whichever side of it you're on, and that's how you get your, your base, and that's how you get your clicks, and that's how you get people to talk about it. See, there's so many places that do that. Like, I can't, comic book resources, comic book, IGN, every one of the, every one of the publications bleeding likes to use cool. their bleeding cool everybody likes their buzzwords and their clickbait articles because that's what keeps the clicks coming so yeah i mean that's kind of where it's at mike yeah but you see i'd like to think that we're not as polarized as the media is making us out to be <laughs> no no i think it's just, i think the extremes it's like it's like the squeaky door gets the oil i, w I will the, say this though i will say this we are dismissing the fact that that was how the game was. Um, Freaking God of War was a very over, 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 like, testosterone, super, like, murdery, we got whores on the bed to get my health back game. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know, and, and you kind of, you, you do hit on something that I think is really important, and that is that well, a lot of what we talk about in general is entertainment. And a lot of what entertainment for people is, is escapism the other ism as in i really am sort of over tapped and over saturated on my actual reality let me escape somewhere else where i just don't have to deal with it for a couple of hours whether it's shooting hell bugs or 
whatever, you know, murdering manicures or, uh, you know, dating high school sim. Doesn't matter what it is. Everybody wants their escape. And I think people should be allowed to have that escape without necessarily having a finger pointed at them or being told that they're bad people for wanting to escape and not wanting to deal with this terribly uh, banal and caustic fucking uh, environment that we currently live. You can't escape it. And apparently, like you said earlier, Mike, even when you go to your games and your movies and this, that, and the other, your comics, it's sitting there waiting for you too. So how much does that suck for these kids? At least I could escape when I was younger and play a video game. They were... still get their escape, dude. The games still offer an escape. No, they really don't, though, Mike. Because now there's conditions on it. Now we have to narrow that down. Now we have to be like, no, no, let's jiggly boob physics for you, buddy. Tough no, shit. They went through the same balance of what was, what was as a business standpoint politically sound for them to actually do for when they put out games back then and onward. It was always a thing. No, but now because we have social media, we get exposed for our likes. Like, no, let's say now if, you know about it. That's all. Yeah. You know what the no, no, no. Is. You know I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say none of us are on Twitter. None of us, right? But I'm if we on were, okay, you're on Twitter. Good. If yeah. you were, and let's say you came out and you said, "Oh, I miss Kratos. I, I miss the the old God of War games. You know, they were really fun." You know, blah, blah, blah. And someone will come out and accuse you of being a toxic masculine because you like those games. But the same thing happens when somebody comes out and says, I miss the old Tom and Jerry when um, they they go into blackface. And that shit was funny. Yeah, but why was it funny? That still would bother me, though, Mike. No, but you see, the the point is, the point is, I just said, notice the difference. I said, I like the God of War games. I didn't say that they were choking somebody or anything. I just said, I like the old God of War games. You brought up a specific instance in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. It wasn't... It was, no, it's a specific several instances in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. That, those, those happen frequently. But I'm saying you brought up the specific instances. Now, like I said, on Twitter, if I wrote, I like Gods and Monsters... Um, Gods and Monsters. Gods, <laughs> if of, I, war. God of, war. Gods God of War. Gods of War. And someone came out and called me a toxic masculine, even though I didn't say anything about the game. I just said I liked the game. You brought up, oh, I like Tom and Jerry because someone had blackface. Okay, and that, that was is funny. different. That is different. Yeah, it, it's different. two different. And things. if the person comes out saying that you know you're just a toxic masculine dude, I was like, no, nah, I just you can legitimately say, I know, I just like the game and bow out and let them rant at the wind. Like, does anyone? But that's the anyone... environment, Mike. See, yes, that's the thing. Like, yes, you could bow out. Yes, you could ignore. Yes, you can block. Yes, you can do all these sorts of things. But that doesn't change that this is the environment that things are currently at. So this is what happens on the path to social advancement. I'm just like saying. Like this, this these current, uncomfortable, these uncomfortable things you're experiencing. I'm not experiencing is, anything uncomfortable because I simply don't give a fuck about most of them. Okay, but relax. somebody does. I was talking. Relax. relax. I know you're talking. Sure. We're talking. I don't need okay. to be told to relax, though. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just saying. saying like this current, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like this week, Jason Scott Campbell. Did anyone hear about what happened to him? Yes. Go for the, it. Art, the artist of Danger Girl, all this other stuff. Apparently, some lady was strolling through the internet looking at uh, art pictures, whatever, came across J. Scott Campbell's work. Work from 2009. In the work, he saw Pocahontas, an adult Pocahontas, uh, not Pocahontas, Tiger Lily, sorry, Tiger Lily, an adult Tiger Lily, not a child Tiger Lily, you know, tied up by Captain Hook, right? She was in the cartoon. Yeah. Now, uh, Campbell, as my wife pointed out, has many pictures like this and many characters. But this lady picked up on this one because she started talking about how this is that whole tying up Indian women fetish. It's also pedophilic. And, and a fetish towards Native Americans and tying them up and sexualizing them. And he's a sexist pedophile, calling Jason uh, uh, Campbell a pedophile and a sexist and this and that. And the guy, Campbell came out, he said, look, this was work from 10 years ago. You know, you don't have to look at it. You know, the, you know he tried to explain himself and he got even more shit coming at him for it. 
And it's like, okay, where am I supposed to go with this now? I can't draw stuff? You know, it's getting harder and harder. And it, yes, I understand these are social changes and we're going through them. It's like, you know, upheavals and things like that. But at the same time, we can also say, hey, take a second. Let's not get so serious. Let's stop polarizing ourselves. We can just accept something, say it's bad and move on. Or, you know, not say it's bad and move on. That's all. Because I don't think people are as extreme as the media makes them out to be. You know? Okay. That's my... Yeah, that's me. See, Mike, the thing is, my issue with the whole... With your statement of about, like, social progression and this, that, and the other is twofold. One, social... Uh, social mores change and evolve over time. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. I'm not necessarily weighing in on that part. But my my issue, my contention comes from the fact that it, when people allow themselves to become so polarized and so divisive, that really only helps one person. Alright? That doesn't Ooh. help two people trying to sort out well, you ever heard the idea of, of people are easier to control when they're divided? Who's trying to control it, though? Well, I can't imagine that the, the media doesn't play a part in making sure that people are divided socially. That people have contentions and issues with each other. Okay? If a fraction of the population controls most of the money on the planet, and the easiest way to make sure the status quo maintains, without getting a little too down this road, but what I'm saying is... is you don't have to be have a a degree in sociology to recognize a people who are upheaved and in constant turmoil tend not to make very much progress very quickly because they're busy backbiting each other and threatening each other. That's what I'm to saying. Say that, are you trying to say that the rich have a conspiracy to infect our entertainment so that way they can keep the poor down? People, period. Just people. Huh. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to go that far or say anything. I was just commenting. You see how difficult it is to have a conversation these many, days about... Many... Well, look, <laughs> let me bring this full circle so we can kind right. of get back on track a little bit here. Um, whether it's clickbait online sites, whether it's magazines, whether it's the media, this out of the other, the reality is, is this is what a lot of people are being exposed to right now and dealing with and if anything i feel like it is very divisive now some people may feel it's not as divisive as all that and maybe the media is making it look more divisive i personally think businesses are making business choices and they're just they're just temperature taking the atmosphere around them and coming to their own conclusions and they're acting on them which is which is all businesses do in most cases yeah yeah, yeah and that's how they work I think, I think what we have in social media is we're, we are too, we are hearing too much about what's going on in, in their decision-making processes, to come to these conclusions and the things and the heat that draws upon it around them, as opposed to, which which comes out from social media, as opposed to some time ago where we didn't have to hear. All this oh, other stuff. I agree we have with that. a lot more information. That's I agree what with is. that absolutely. 10, 15 years ago, we didn't hear any of the process. We just got the game. But all this process like, I like it or I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do but, but or I, I don't also, like it. I also think it like echoes back and forth to each other because I think what's going on is the companies are seeing and hearing the extreme opinions. Not the average Joe or Jane or Bob or, you know, whatever. They're yeah, hearing the extremes. that was always the case. That was always the case because they always responded to write-ins and protests and people who put the time out to because the people who are writing to games and complaints <coughs> and stuff have always been extreme people because we're not extreme and we've never had the energy to write in but people wrote into game companies but, and games when you look up changes that games have made these are things that happen it's just now they don't have to check their mailbox for it they check their computer so i was about yeah. to say it's faster way yeah, it's way faster way faster yes. your, yeah. your input and feedback is like Matt, that, like yeah. that, and it's like, okay. no, well, I'll give, I'll give Mike, I'll give Mike's points on this one because 10, 15 years ago, you'd have to write a letter, you'd have to go to Nintendo Power or oh, IGN agreed. or somebody's magazine, you'd have to write some really lengthy email or something like that. Now it's just, bow, Twitter, 
bow, this, that, the other, twitch, blah, blah. But that, but that's what I'm saying. The companies react faster and they do it's, things out of out of without without slowly considering. They just do things right away. And no, they consider, Mike. They do slowly uh, consider. You don't have this much money and don't consider. Believe me, that's why some companies react and some companies don't. I mean, it, it's 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 look. It would be naive of me to think that companies just jump on whatever anybody says. A lot of companies just ride this out for quite some time. I mean, like, um, it's not like it's not like Rockstar look. has gotten less heat because they've been around this long. They still get a lot of fire thrown their way. Just look but at they e know e yeah, that yeah. Look at they EA know that the their business boxes. model, their their business model sells, and they're sticking with it. Loot boxes, okay. loot boxes will continue from EA. Yeah, yeah. No, EA continued for quite some time, and they had fire thrown at them for years okay. about their. But methods. no, that that's the weird thing. Like this is why I wanted to bring up Marvel. Marvel just announced they're gonna re re, -re I mean, not re-release. They're gonna bring back Iceman and Wasp, two failing comics. And they're gonna bring them back with the same writer and same artist. It was and, some kind of weird do-over. Yeah, but this is happening Every, over and er, over again. Everybody gets this. one, Peter. Everybody. No, gets no, no, one. no, 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 no. It's more than one because Miss Marvel herself, Captain Marvel, had uh, or Marvel now had four do-overs with new issue ones and things like that over the last no more than four, more than. Four. Yeah, I don't know why they did the redo over the first time because the comic was doing well that first time. And then they started oh, it over. That's because they like selling number one. Make no mistake about that. Oh, no, okay. no, that, that I know. That, that happened I know, twice. Yeah. Yes, but in this case, these comics have been panned. No one bought them. Not really. Their, not their to the sales numbers, numbers have been tankalicious. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, tankalicious. And they're bringing back the same writer and artist who was involved in these. And you're like, what kind of strategy is this? <laughs> I understand giving someone a second chance. I'm for all for it. Put them on another about the book third, with another the character. The third and fourth and fifth tries. No, no, I'm also talking about when you fail at one character, you have a stable of characters. Move on to another one. Move on to another one. Why are you bringing back the same writer-artist team to the comic? Because right now, Iceman is coming back. His issue one through ten was about him and his gay lifestyle. Okay, uh, fine I, enough. I have, I have, yeah, sorry, fine I enough. Now you're going to make him come back and his story is going to be about him leading an X-Men team. Okay, that's cool. But use a different writer. Because, let's face it, you know, it's just weird. Unless, unless you announce these things as being limited runs, which they didn't at the time, uh, and that's another funny business practice they've been doing lately. It's, they, they announce it as a regular series, but then as it t starts tanking and failing, it at the last limited. minute they'll say, it's a, it was a limited run and always meant to be. Okay, see... I, let me point out something here. That is not surprising for a lot of reasons. One, the, they don't do numbers like they used to, Mike. They don't, flat out. The Marvel and DC don't None do the numbers. None of their comics do, yeah. yeah they don't do the numbers that they used to. So I'm completely unsurprised by any of that. The numbers are much lower than they were, and they're fighting for less numbers. Now, whether that's because people are aging out of comics or... People aren't enjoying them. I'm not going to weigh in on that part, but I will say the numbers are less. Because the numbers are less, their bar for what they hold on to or what they let sort of sit and straddle that almost cut line is much lower as well. If Okay, but we're not talking about straddling a middle line. These comics were at the bottom. Okay, now Mike, Mike, historically, bottom. there was a lot of comics that Marvel and DC constantly bring back that always straddle the bottom you and or tank out real fast yeah yeah that or, happens and all the time. that's not new that's no, what Bo's trying to say is like this is a thing that they've done for years it's not a new thing and it's becoming don't make the numbers it's becoming more consistent now because the numbers are less and less and I mean, the last like, why would why would they even bother remaking a silver surfer series he's never had a successful one. okay I understand. I was there for the Hawkmans and Mike, the Silver Surfers yeah, yeah, and all yeah, this. I, I, I agree I, with that. And, and by the but, way, by the way, Hawkman again. Um, yes, I but, know yeah, that. They're doing it. <laughs> yes. However, I However, I get your point, which is saying, but if you're going to bring it back, why double down on the same writer? Uh, which they've done combo? with 
which they've done with Silver Surfer too. They did that. <laughs> I don't know how good an no, idea that was. I, no, because if I recall correctly, they used a different writer or a different artist on th- those occasions. They always no. Silver Surfer went into his volume three with Ron Mars again. <laughs> All right, he just had a different artist. Yeah. That's because the other guy was on something else. So I have yeah, a thi- at least, but that's what I'm trying to say. At least do something. Well, now I have th- I have another theory about that too, though. Not the, not which is just the lower numbers, but the reality is is we were very much spoiled on a lot of the writing we have. Yes, not all of it was top shelf, but the, enough of it was good and consistent. Um, where you could bank on a really healthy run of some of these titles at good numbers. Yeah, the writers kind of flop around really quick. Now, it's a lot like football where people turn over real quick, jump ship, jump team, jump title, jump character. It moves way faster. It's not nearly as consistent. Yeah, everything's an Avengers comic nowadays where the writers and the artists are in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Well, I I also think because... Yeah, you know what? I don't want to get into that. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that there's the same quality of writing and arting. I'm not poo-pooing on the writers and artists. I'm saying, if before you had 40, 50 guys who could bang out decent to quality content, and now your numbers are dwindling in that for whatever reason, you don't have as many writers. They're jumping around faster. It's hard to have them consistent. There just aren't as many top shelf writers or the few you have you're trying to put on your big front row books and get butts in the seats i think what you're seeing is like a management issue like an editorial issue and sort of a manpower issue that's my theory that's my hypothesis i'm not saying it's fact but that's what i think i i think they're trying to chase something elusive <laughs> you know and if you're gonna chase something elusive Hire the good writers who can pull it off. They've but, always been trying to chase something elusive. That's always been a case. I mean, that, yes. that, 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 that's what they, because there was a brief, because that's why they redid, that's why they brought Silver Surfer back that time, because there was a brief period during his run with Ron Lim and Mars that, um, which I don't even remember if it was yeah. Mars, but. Wait, yeah. here's, yeah, here's a great example of where, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, um, that whole Thanos thing, it was selling well for a brief period, and then it fell off. Its numbers were low before that. Its numbers were low after that. They gave it a redo to see if they can capture that moment and expand upon it because they do chase that sale. They always do that. Now, another thing. In the last couple of years, both Marvel and DC and a few others have done the number one thing where... They constantly find a reason to push a number one. Title. Oh no, that I know, that I know. I was going to bring that. But up, I, but but, but I think it's no, no, no But I think they've been doing that since the nineties, man. I know it's worse now. It's worse now. Not, I think it's, well, it's not worse. It's just it's it's it because it was worse in the nineties, hands down. It was worse because it was number ones for everything. What's what's more prevalent now is constantly restarting an existing book to number one. Back then, they would just make. All sorts of different books be a number one, but it's, characters it's, out of it's, it's having. It's, but I'm saying it's having the same effect, Mike. Yeah, and that glutting. people are people are getting used to not sticking with a book for very long anymore, and I think that's part of what's hurting their sales. No, but no, also look. It's also confusing to go in and try to figure out what you need to read to keep up with. They're your they're looking for people and writers to push something, a message of theirs. Uh, absolutely, oh. but Mike, they. they Okay, when you I'm have saying, people who can go to Image and have their own IP and it be their own stuff, when they can go to other comic places, when you can still maintain a livelihood and you don't have to be locked in to the big two anymore, I, I got that you, means your but, pool is smaller. Yeah, no, no, but they're always trying to chase that zeitgeist, and that has always been a case for them. Right, but I'm saying the practice is stupid. The way they're going about it here, hear me out for it's always for been stupid. Example. But let him let I'm him talk about let, let him say I'm talking story. about even worse. Like for instance, Michael Straczynski. They chased him at one point to write a comic. He did. It was great, right? Um what's his face? Uh the clerk's director. Smith. I can't believe I'm Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. They chased him to write a comic. He never wrote a comic, but he's been successful in his fields. They've been cha- they chase people who are successful he's in his fields. He's written before. comics. 
He's written okay, comics. Okay, but I'm trying to say he's written, he, But he's written Batman. He did, like, the Widening Gyre and a few he other written, things. He wrote Batman. He wrote some Daredevil issues. He wrote um, Spider-Man issues. He, I'm he's saying written comics. before he wrote those comics, he was a movie person. Then he wrote those comics. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah, he was sure. He was moderately successful. Moderately. Not hugely, but moderately successful. Straczynski, you would say, was very successful. These kinds of things. Yeah. Now they're chasing down people who aren't successful and trying to, like, roll it into some kind of uh, comic. Like, for instance, uh, what, the comic that Vertigo is now going to release. The one they big, the big announcements of new Vertigo comics coming out. One of them is a cyberpunk comic. I forgot the name. Goddess in the Machine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Written by a woman named Zoe Quinn. <laughs> now forget anything you know about Zoe Quinn. Forget anything you might have heard or read. I don't know anything about Zoe. Exactly, Quinn. perfect. She doesn't have a successful writing venture or video game venture in her background. Who is Zoe? But Quinn? this is who you're going to promote big time on a comic? I have an issue with that. And the artist isn't anything special. He's just a journeyman artist. Okay, fine. So you're either going to have to push the artist or the writer. They're pushing the writer because the writer comes with a message. The problem is the writer hasn't had success in her own field. And now you're bringing her into a field, you know, that's highly, com- well, maybe not highly competitive anymore. Not, any, not anymore. <laughs> that, but that, you know, and, and it just boggles the mind, this business practice. Are you here to make money, or are you here to push something? That's my problem. The answer to that, unfortunately, is yes. Um, Isn't isn't that what they do when they get random writers for no reason? I mean, like, how is this new? I mean, like, they've gotten... It's a matter of who you impress when you go in to... Did they go after her, or did she go after them? I mean, like, how did this go? No, they went after her. All right. They went after her, Mike. And, you know, and it's not the first time, like, uh, the one who wrote that comic, America Chavez, they went after her, you know, so on and so forth. And you're like, but you, this, these people aren't even, they don't even have a modicum of success in their own field. Here, here, give me a second here, Mike. Look, so I am, I know exactly what you're talking about, right? I do. And I see it a little bit differently than you do, only because I recognize what Marvel's trying to do, even if they're not successfully... Well, DC's doing it with that, yeah. And Marvel, yeah, okay. What they're trying to do versus what they're being able to execute to do, all right? So there are no guarantees, and it doesn't always pan out the way they want it to, or things shake out, fall apart, whatever it is, all right? The reality is, is because I think their numbers are doing so poorly, consistently of late... That they're desperate to try to find someone who will instantly click and draw a crowd. That's what I was saying. They're chasing the zeitgeist. Now, whether or not that somebody is within the comic book industry or not is irrelevant for them now. Yeah, whether they're finding the zeitgeist that they're chasing or not is a different story. It's just, but they always do that, right? In honesty, can you say Zoe Quinn even has a crowd? Yes, yes, I can. Unfortunately, that, she that, does. No, no, no. That by her products, that not, doesn't, her, that, not her Tommy Robbins message. I understand that, but that's not that's not what's important. You see, they. what I'm trying to point out is that they don't recognize that her fan base following, whatever it is, her Twitter followers, this, that, or the other, that they may, not, may or may not be comic buying people. What they're hoping is that Again, like I mentioned they earlier... They turn them into comic-buying people? Is that what they're trying to do? What they're trying to do is, A, convert to comic-buying, and or at least put somebody whose name is recognizable enough that they get the clickbait click. Okay? So, if you can't stand her, you're talking about it. If you love her, you're talking about it. And if you're talking about it, then people are looking at it. That's the conversion. That's what okay. they're trying to when do. They're chasing the zeitgeist. When Ver- Vertigo <laughs> was first released, when Vertigo was first released, they had a number of individuals who were in the business for a while who were, if not great, they were good. 
these sets of comics that Vertigo is pushing now, you will see, are filled with people who are not that good, who haven't worked in the field before, you know. Well, Mike, here's a big difference, though. Here's a big difference. I will say this. Um, Not many people are going into the business of comics because it doesn't pay well. It doesn't do well. It's not a good business. So they don't. So I I, I see what what Bo is trying to say, which you're not catching on to what he's saying is they don't have the plethora of option that they used to have. People used to want to get into the comic industry. That is not a thing anymore. The comic industry is not a place to go. Artists don't make a lot of money. Writers don't make a lot of money. At best, sometimes, it's it, a lot of the people who are still in the business are either trapped there or doing it out of a labor of love for for what they do. Or I, or or they've already, uh, you know, cut their teeth on the industry and then they're doing things like... And they're like, making more, yeah. They're making Agreed. more and or they're helping to make movies or doing other things, okay? Yeah. Agreed. But these same people, these same people who are being hired aren't getting paid much either. They accept that. Yeah, that, that's you know, why they hold got up, hold the up, job. They accept that. And then you have people who do want to be in comics, who are willing to not make that much, who aren't getting the same chances because they don't fit a specific narrative that they're trying to push. But again, like we said, if you're chasing the zeitgeist, you're not going to pick the person who doesn't get you a shot at the zeitgeist, Mike. That's what we're pointing out. Like, you can have all the talent. You can have all the ability. You can have a thick, healthy portfolio. If you are not recognizable in some fashion, it's not going to happen. I hear you. You You don't get it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what Mike is saying. What I'm trying to say is this is how culture... And a political message or a social message is changing our entertainment. Because no, rather than money. trying to entertain, no, it's because a it's not. Business because making it's failing. A gas. Yes, no. it's been failing with or without this. They okay. You, I don't think you're getting what Bo's saying. Is he should just fly out say it's desperation. All right, it's desperation. They're struggling to try to stay afloat and try to catch lightning in a bottle. So they're doing things that they believe will get them that, because the business has been floundering, and the things that are keeping it, keeping these businesses up, is that the fact that these things are IP, okay, intellectual property that's keeping it up. The only counter to that is the base that you had, the strong core base. That you had, like the people who worship Robotech and were willing to put buy into a Kickstarter for, with a company that has failed repeatedly on doing their Kickstarters. The core base, you are not writing for them anymore. What yes. you're doing is you're pushing them out. Yes, 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 yes. Court yes. this new audience. So why are why can't you Hold have on. both? You're left why out. can't you have both? You're pushing them out. To get this fictional core audience that you think you're going to get, but you might not have. Okay, let me let me try one more time, a diff- slightly different way. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. Yes, that massive amounts of people who have grown up and have jobs and kids of their own and stuff like that. A lot of that demographic, they've cut loose, turned away, they're not servicing them anymore, they're not giving them Some of them, them just stopped buying comics. Some of them just stopped, like, all sorts of reasons. Yeah, Some of it could be because like, of Mike, the politics. You, you don't buy Some comics it, anymore. Hold, hold on. I do actually now. I started. Hold, hold on. Let, let me, well, let me say something. Hold on, let me say something. There's lots of reasons why people stop buying comics. Some of it is cost. That's at the top. That's cost the biggest thing. Cost is huge. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. All right. I'm just being honest here, okay? Cost is not the very number one top. Yeah, whether comics you, are very expensive whether, these days. Whether it's something you still want to invest in when you don't think the stories are worth it or the writers are worth a damn, that's number two, okay? Number three, you're now com- you now feel like the comics are now competitive with people. Oh, don't forget... Don't forget, from the company's point of view, it was failing even, even when, when they, they were yeah yeah even when it was even when it was yeah, yeah it was failing he, when they were even when it was good people. it was bad um, that mentality yeah even when it was good it was bad okay yeah. yes <laughs> so your point was try to chase the message get the zeitgeist and I no, agree no, no. with you there I, I'm saying okay. that's what it, no, I'm, no, not, I'm not that's saying like, that that's I'm, a good I'm idea. not saying that's a good None idea we're saying, saying that's what we 
We're saying that's, that's what, what they're, they're doing. doing. Yes, and I agree. I agree. That's what they're doing. And I'm trying to say, do it smarter. Instead of just trying to capture the zeitgeist, do it also with a plan behind it. Because the the artist, the artist, I mean not the artist, the writer who wrote that comic, made Wolverine's son even worse. Like. His son was supposed to be a badass. He didn't come off as a badass. You could be a gay badass. They can. Yeah. They can. You could be a gay badass. He wasn't. He 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 was a homosexual yes. badass. Not in that run. He was just lame. <laughs> okay. It's like let's, you don't let's, know how to write, buddy. Let, I'll take that for what it is. Okay. Dayken was not the gay badass he needed to be. Fine. Okay. <laughs> He was briefly in the, in the beginning. beginning, but you know they they just pushed in a, when they make when they made every story about these characters um, sexual preferences. That's when they make them one. It, fall, it, when you it make falls the apart. Message, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we, you make the message more yeah, important. It's not a message. It's it's a story you're supposed you're, to you're, be you're, doing, and the story itself has a plot and a throughway. But then you make it just about one dimension. You the basically character. trimmed These options to storytell because you're focused on the one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, we're telling you why they're flawed, why these comic book companies are flawed, and you're basically saying, don't be flawed. This, this is, is what, what they is. are. This is what they've uh-huh. been since the 90s, so, dude. They've you're, been this way, and they've been <laughs> floundering lower so your, and lower. So your, your point of, well, they can do it smart, and this, that, but they don't, Mike. They're not. Yes. It's they obvious don't. Yeah, they, they don't. don't. <laughs> they're, they're, they don't. It's not about politics. It's about them... See, the thing is, is you're thinking it's politics are gearing and changing things. No, comic book companies have been staying the course of the bad choice since 1993. Okay. The reason why I say <laughs> right. politics, Mike, is because I've never been hammered so hard when I read these things. No, yes, you have. No, no. Yes, you have. Comics have they, always no, been heavily had, political. They, they no, they've had been. their, they've had their like messages in subtext. It might have flew past us, but they've always. No. Something like, like, Mike, if you okay. go back, can something I, can like I, God kill, no, God, wait, God loves, man kills, there was a message there, yeah. but it was also a good story. Now when it's just yes, message, it it's, it's like, okay. Can, some would argue that God loves, some would argue that God loves, man kills was just a message and not a story. Some would argue they, that, some would argue that we're holding on to the fact that it's an old seminal art piece and nobody's currently Those are like it. in the minority. Yes, I know that, but it's... it's and they would thing. be laughed at, but that's you know not the point. Yes, <laughs> they would be. They would be. Um, uh, my personal opinion that, like, read God Loves, Man Kills. I did. And, yeah, it's a good story. Half of it is. Half of it is a good story. The other half is message. I'm <laughs> you sorry. know what I'm saying? They, sorry, the messages don't hit me so hard like they do nowadays. Okay, see, let me... That's because you are... Drowning in like I'm this not. internet. Hold on, hold on, I just, hold on. I just made the complaint that I would like my entertainment be entertaining. That's hold all on. I said. Let me, let me throw a flag here. Let me throw a flag here. Okay, listen. Okay. I didn't mean that you're actively looking for it, Mike. I meant you're drowning in it, as in it's being thrown at you and you're drowning in it. I didn't mean that you went into the waters because that's not how drowning works. <laughs> I didn't mean you went into the water intentionally to swim. And but you he's saying, drowning. Mike, is that you filled the the tub to about four inches and laid down in it. Look, um, no, don't do that. That's not okay. It's a bad joke. Listen, um, here's the thing: if in this current environment of snap fast responses and all the the the, the feels and the emotion and the politics. How do you get people to notice your crap the same way CBR and comic book does? You find something clickbaity and you make that your headline. Mike? Especially when you're comic book companies that really don't understand how the... Per- A lot of the people in charge of this stuff really are older. Just- spinning on their heels about how media works and they they are jumping at things and they don't they're not like bigger businesses like the video game companies that are actual businesses first that have people to slow them down and go like well we'll, we still gotta work a business angle here that they don't have people spinning on their heels to try to get things working in a certain way unless you're ea and you're doing it on purpose which Brings me all the way full circle back to Battlefield Five. 
So, okay. steering back full circle with the pra- with the segue of ease. Speaking of companies that are much, much better at navigating the current climate of social media as a business, EA, who has made billions of dollars playing this game and not losing money, we have Battlefield Five, which they know how to do. They know how to do that FOMO. They know how to do that fear of missing out shit, because like, because that's what they've been winning on. Yes. EA has been complained about, bitched about, and stuff like that. But they're like, but we're the only ones who have this game. So now, now Battlefield Five, right? <laughs> what's, what, what's the hubbub about Battlefield Five? Well, it takes place during World War II again, right? But this uh-huh. time, there are lots of female characters you can make and play and design to play in your World War II scenario. Well, why would this be a problem, you ask? Well, a. Pe- <laughs> A, it's a video game. It's a video game uh, geared towards 18 to 45 male and people who like to keep their coffee uh, without sugar and milk and they like to keep their World War II tanks as accurate as possible. So now you have this quote-unquote reasonably historically accurate video game based on history throwing in a bunch of the girls in and they're pissed and annoyed. I thought I thought Medal of Honor was the historically accurate one. No, Battlefield. Yes, it was. Medal, no, no, no. no, he's right. Medal Always. of Honor was the one that was historically but accurate as well because yes. Battlefield's also done the World War II stuff. It is also, but they weren't necessarily historically accurate. It's just people are putting their heels in on it for this. Because I thought now. I thought they also had like yeah. zombie stuff. They and, have. They've done it all. Know, things yes. like that. They, yes, might, they they, they, every battlefield they've done yeah. a little bit more. That's why they didn't think it was a thing because they're a video game and they're not. They're not digging in but on so World War Two, but what Bo is saying is they have a specific audience that will add that to the problem. They will say that this is not historically accurate. They'll add that to their complaint. and they have now. My and the fun part about this, of course, is that EA is completely pretending like no one's talking about there's a problem because they don't care. Yes, because they give no rat's ass. Because here's here's going to buy it. They're going to buy gonna it anyway. They're going to play it. They're going to play it. And they're going to rag the people that play mm-hmm. girls. <laughs> they're going to rag the people that make girl characters. It's going to be a toxic environment like uh, like a lot of the to- There's going to be some toxic environments because that's what happens in those freaking uh, uh, massive shooter games. That happens. You get these 14-year-old Hey, it's almost like it's almost like but, real war where bad people shot bad people being shot at by mean people, shot at by people who don't give a damn what <laughs> Because they're sitting there pissing in a cup in the cold. Listen. And there'll be a handful of people that are having fun. It sounds a lot like what Bethesda's going through with their Fallout 76, where a lot of people are like, I would like to just play the game. I don't want 14-year-olds nuking me while I'm just trying to play the game. (laughs) Well, okay. All right. So let me tell you about Fallout 76, because the thing is you can't just nuke people. Yes, I know that. Like, they gave the full... Yeah, they gave the full details. I like the the idea. And it's... It's not a massive multiplayer game. You can, like yeah, you can get like a handful people of people. And, yeah, and and it's not easy to just start fighting people. That's not something you can just jump right. into. Right. Uh, there's I, a there's not much. In the I way do expect this what? to be like that Van Damme movie where like you're minding your own business and then out of nowhere you get the guy who's like slingers ah. and his his other buddies who are like slingers yeah we're talking about core audiences right the reason why games like skyrim and fallout have been around in public conscious to the you know to the video game community for so long is because you've got people who like experiencing their games in their own way through mods Mm -hmm. through taking pictures like a lot of the streamers who who do these great videos in uh, do these great videos, these joke Fallout videos or these joke uh, Skyrim videos, won't be able to do it with Fallout seventy six because it'll take longer because there'll be people messing with them who they don't want to mess. So it's it takes away from the or personal not. experience because people wanted uh, the reason why people are upset with this is because the next projected personal game will be Starfield and that won't be out for four years or some odd years so people have an issue with it 
Fallout 70, Fallout 76 will be fine. They're gonna push it out. It'll be fine. It'll do. And well. changes will be had. Um, people. Um, and changes will be had because they're because these video game companies are real businesses. They're not comic book <clears throat> companies. <laughs> they know now. how to handle for these now. things. And also, these whenever these game companies make changes, a lot of times it is for the better of their business because other people will do what they used to do. And they need to make themselves make sure that they can still stay above that. That they can still be relevant. So, like, they'll make... If they made just another Fallout without trying something different, what happens when somebody makes um, their own version of Fallout in a way and they and, and they get that audience that used to like that Fallout? It happens all the time. When you... Yeah, yeah. So these companies, these video game companies, always have to think to what are they going to do to upgrade their next step so that they can be And relevant. if that's piss off your demographic Especially, a little bit, oh no, that's okay. Look, I'm not just saying. Especially when they can't rely on loot because that's how EA cheats about it. They rely on loot boxes for this shit oh, to keep oh, making. Oh, sorry, I got to throw two cents in here. Hold on, hold on, on. By the way, just with a handful EA of whales. no longer has loot boxes. <laughs> they have airlifts. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. Hold on, hold on. What the fuck is an airlift? An airlift is a occasional thing where you will get uh, points and you'll get uh, aesthetics and you'll get equipment on occasion. But it's not a loot box. It's an airlift. If you're subscribed, you pay for it. <laughs> you'll get an airlift. Okay. And not a loot box. I want I that to sink in for two seconds. Yes. Just I, I want to stick with the with the thing that you guys mentioned. You're not you're not letting it sink in. It's I'm a, not to, okay. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with the point you guys with what you guys pointed out. I'm not disagreeing it's, with it. It's not a especially, loot box. Yeah, it's an airlift. You look, you look at movies. For instance, mm. the first Thor move, first two Thor movies were not as popular as the third one. Why? Because they changed the formula. I'm all for changing formulas because you know what? If a certain audience segment doesn't like it, they just won't watch it or they just won't play it or they just won't read it. I got the changes. You know, it's just you also got to call out something for failing when they do these changes and it doesn't work. Yeah, they do. It was called um it was called No Man's Sky. <laughs> I thought that came back eventually. Yeah, but it, it never, never it, yeah, it, it No Man's Sky is a a fun game it's from what I hear, but now. like it, it didn't quite recover, recover from its initial problem. It's bad it's, press. It's a fun game now, yeah, yeah. It's bad press. It's a bad press guy because he said stuff was in the game that just wasn't there. Okay, so the reason why I bring up the the airlift, airlifts, I love it. it it's air, so air quotes airlift is because it points out what I'm really focusing on about EA and that is they know what makes them money they know what people do and don't like and they just find another creative way to do it which is why they have all that money isn't it why I said in the beginning that it's condescending their whole press conference was massively condescending yeah, and that's it not going to stop somebody yeah. from buying Battlefield 5 or Fallout 76 or Battlefront whatever it, the people are listen remember when we said remember the good old days when you bought a game and it was a game and it was a game now you get all your season passes you get your airlifts you get your this. dude they want origin I don't know if you know what origin is EA origin but they want people to start being able to stream their game content directly to their accounts they want to change the EA accounts now so Origin is sort of like their. Uh, remember, StarCraft had the uh, the account. I forget what it was called. Um, it's their hub of, for their stuff, so yeah. they it's can their you can battle net. It's their battle net essentially, right? So you get the account. You have the thing. You can download the game. They can make whatever changes they need to. You can get all these cool points and loot. They and they want you to tie your bank account right to it. So you can make all the airlifts you want, and all, all those, the trans, all those, all the impulse buys, buys and those, transactions, because they, yeah. all those Twitch ports, they like yes. money. 
Steam did it. They love your money. <laughs> and they're just trying to follow Steam's recipe. And, and on top of it, that is the basic subscription. They let that little part slip out. That'll be the basic subscription. That's all they said about it, but someone caught like, wait, what do you mean basic subscription? Wait, huh? Which means tears. And tears mean more money. And more money means more incendiary games for you to buy skins for. Yeah. Just saying. Look, I, I, I've been an Origin <laughs> I've been an Origin member for like three years now, I think. Ever I'm since sorry. uh since Dragon Age Two or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I know. It's like Steam. It's just, they want to charge, they'll eventually want to charge you for it. Like, you know, for oh, yeah. features and things like that. Yeah, everything goes that way. It's like cable TV. I remember when it was free TV. And then, you know, oh, but you can only watch this stuff on cable TV. The same thing yeah. happened with our Netflixes and things like that. Netflix used to be, I mean, it's still great, but it doesn't have as much content. No, that's no it doesn't have same. as much content as it used to because everyone wants. Oh, that had nothing to do. with I know Netflix. everyone. That's everybody yes, wants. Yes, exactly. Everyone yeah, yeah. wants their own Netflix. Every. It, that's why I'm saying with EA, Origin is just Steam, their own version of Steam. Another company's gonna make their own version of you know Origin, so on and so forth. This is this yeah, is yeah. battle battle net. This was is fine. what's living in a capitalist society. You know? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. But when you're saying the dude the, the dude who's the CEO of the company who looks very much like a, a Bond villain and a smug one at that, it's because... Who's that? <laughs> I forget the hell his name is. Uh, oh, that, yeah. Once, of which company? Uh, yeah, EA, EA Once CEO. again, why I said it was one of the most condescending <laughs> you know, shows that E3 had. Mr. I, I guess he's not Mr. The most Andrew Wilson. He's not the most charismatic of people, huh? He's Would you charismatic like... enough. <laughs> Doesn't sound no, he's, it. He's charismatic <laughs> enough, especially for the for the audience they handpicked. Because I'm pretty sure most of those people there were handpicked. Anywho, you know, you, you know the greatest thing though. You don't have to buy in. I don't. Oh, for now. Yeah, for don't. now. But you will. You don't have to buy in for that. Yeah, you're like right. you said, it's like life. it's it's like yeah. Netflix. That's life. It'll change. Uh, by next week, Luke Cage will be out, and I think the next season. I look of forward Ultron. to it. Yes, Cage. And yeah. season I look seven. more forward to it than the third season of Jessica Jones. Because that I, last season, I look was forward to pain. Jessica Jones. I, I I'll pick Jessica Jones over Iron Fist two any day. Because they've been talking about Iron Fist. I never I like, brought up Iron Fist. I said Luke Cage. Okay, we both know, we all know that Iron Fist... He's in Iron it, Fist. He's going to be in... Iron Fist is going to be in Luke Cage. That Cage's. too, yes. He is. But at least he'll have Luke Cage to carry I mean, okay. him, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say this right now. He's fighting Bushmaster. They've already established that, that, that Luke Cage can't fight worth a damn. So you got a guy who can hurt him and can fight. The only way he's winning is if he brings in Daredevil. I mean, um, uh, if he brings in, is if he brings in Iron Fist because Daredevil's dead at the time. <laughs> All right. Because, because though you want to talk about my problem with Iron Fist and the Defenders is, like, come on, his series already sucked, but now he is the weakest fighter between him and Daredevil. That was never a thing, man. Come on. Iron Fist is supposed to be the immortal No, Jessica Iron Jones Fist. is still weak, you know, the weakest fighter out of them all. No, but she's not. Yes, she but is. But she's not. Yes, she, she is. She really... I'm yes, saying she, she is. is, but she's not. In the show, she really looks much more competent and capable than Iron Fist. She just seems... No. I get, no. I, dude, if you if you can fight Luke Cage to a standstill, you're fine. She gets by normal fine. people. He can't fight worth a damn. That makes no sense. He's a he's Everybody a prison can... boxer, Mike. He should be able to fight. And Devilman. Did anyone watch Devilman? We should talk about that too. Devilman yeah. Crybaby. Devilman Crybaby. No, <laughs> like that. Isn't that what it's called? I think so. Actually, <laughs> I thought it. Yeah. I think it's called Devilman Devil Crybaby. I don't think there's a baby in there, but it is. It's called Devil Man Cry Baby. Oh. That's what well, I thought. I didn't say that as it a joke. Like, but doesn't <laughs> it sound like one? 
That sounds like a typical Devil Man title. Because, they, they, like, remember when they made Devil Man mm-hmm. Woman? Like, why? What? <laughs> <laughs> they called it Devil Man Lady. Like, what? Why'd you just call it Devil they, they, they Lady? Very deep, Mike. And Devil Man is what the name of the, the yeah. series is. So, there you go. Yeah, so they, 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 they're not very, you know, that, 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 I guess they didn't want to call the Devil Man Cries because, you know, people might think Devil May Cry. I don't know. So they said Devil Man Cry Baby. Surely they won't confuse the two now. They would be correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right, well, look, yeah, I got to so. wrap it up, so. All right. All right, so who wants to close this out? You know what, Mike, you close it out. No. <laughs> no, I'm not ready for that. All right, so we're done today talking about EA and politics in our entertainment and all that fun, geeky stuff that we've been dealing with for the last, I don't know, what, 10 years? Well, this was a conversation with uh, me, Mike, the other Mike, and Bo. Pete will probably be with us uh, next time. He couldn't be here this time. We miss him. He was probably off on a long, short journey to find his guru in Kathmandu. Who knows where that'll take him. So until next time, see ya. Later, I will see ya later. Bye-bye, hater. I will see ya later. Bye-bye, see y'all later.